mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. It's going to be a great episode today. We've got a friend of the show, Dr. Bernie. Dr. Bernie is a life coach. You've been a guidance counselor, a teacher, many things, everything under the sun on your uh, 79 years on this planet around the sun, correct? Correct. Anything I missed there? I don't think so. Guidance counselor, teacher, life coach, doctor. Well, then I got to back it up that he also helped me. Let me give you a little bit of background history here. I met Bernie through, Bernie was bringing his grandson to the martial arts school. And that's when I was still teaching kids at that time. Bernie, was this eight or nine years ago? Yeah, about eight or nine years. Anyway, at the end of the teaching, I looked up in the balcony area and I could see that this particular grandparent was frustrated with something. I didn't know what, and I didn't know that it was going to come to this, but he had walked down the steps, approached the glass door as the class was ending, and did one of these things with his finger. Come here. I'd like to talk to you. And I don't normally respond that way to every parent because there's a lot of parents, which they should. They should be concerned. But I was ready to go into another class. And But for whatever reason, I got caught up on his intensity, and so I decided to select another instructor to start the class, and I walked out to meet him. And he said to me, would you do me a favor, please? And I said, sure. He said, would you please watch next time my grandson's eyes? Please make sure you ask him questions and tell him to get his eyes up on yours and that he should participate in the questions. I said, sure. I said, I didn't realize I didn't do that. And then he went on to say, it's not that. He said, Tyler just needs some confidence. He needs your help to pull him in. Well, I was so impressed with his intensity. This is the truth. After he left, I got a hold of the mother, and I said, is there any way that I could meet your father? I'd like to get to know him a little bit better. And so two or three weeks later, he showed up at the karate school. We chatted a little bit more, and that turned into three years, once a week, meeting at a local grocery store, Wegmans, and we'd have a cup of coffee, and we'd chat. And we would chat about the martial arts. We would chat about his children, my children, and we would chat about what really matters in life. And he said a couple things that really stuck with me. One thing is this thing about being in the moment. And that is what I wanted him to talk about today and then have him back on the show again to talk about something else that I think is also very, very important to learn and to listen to. But it helped me a lot. I always struggle with trying to stay in the moment. I'm always trying to be somewhere else, even at the age of 63. I struggle to stay in the moment and to stay focused. And I think we all do, especially with all this garbage that's floating around. So anyway, Bernie, taking that spin from that, where do you see all this going, where we are today in 2019? Well, what I see basically is a clash, call it a crisis of the soul. The narcissistic views that many people have where it's all about them And the only thing that is important is what they have to say or what they have to do and no concern for their fellow man. So that really begins my thinking about a lot of things. Now, when I was younger, I really didn't know much. I was very confused. Uh, In my 30s, I really didn't like me. And then I began the journey of introspection over time. And what I have found out at 79 years, is this. All you really have in life is a moment in time 
and then it's gone. Now, if you don't understand what that means, I think what you need to do is think about where you are right now in the present. And then think about where you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago, one year ago, one week ago. And what you find is those are past realities. And they're resigned into the quicksand of time. You cannot get them back. They're gone. The only true reality is the present moment. It's in that moment that you can change who you are, what you don't like about yourself. It's like being reborn or being rebirthed. It is the only true reality. And when you understand that, then you understand that life is fleeting and you need to make the most of the moment. So there you go, folks. That's today's episode of Attack Life, Not Others. I mean, I'm being facetious, but that's it. That just sums up Attack Life, Not Others. If you can truly be in the moment, that's the epitome of attacking life. Therefore, you don't have the need to attack others. Worry about what's in your face right there at that moment in time, because that ultimately is all you have, according to what you're saying. That is correct. And you can attack life and live it to its fullest. Right. And what you, what you find is what you guys have talked about before. You cannot argue with anybody. You cannot persuade anybody. You cannot convince anybody of anything. All you can do in the moment is materially tell somebody what you see, how you feel, and what they do with it, they do with it. You're on to the next moment of your journey because that is your true reality. And everything else is a past reality in the quicksand of time. You know, the thing is, is that we bring it up about tack life, not others. The reason we have Bernie on here, too, is we can talk about it, but it's very hard to do it. When you talk about warriorship, talk about the martial arts, uh, one of the first things I ever read was focus. I have a picture in the dojo, a giant eagle right. that was given to me by son-in-law. And the eagle is grabbing with its talons a fish out of the water. And the eagle, to me, represents this, this majestic bird that has incredible focus, that ability to, to snatch that fish out of water for reasons to live. When we go back to warriorship, I think when you think of a warrior, you think of a seal, or you think of somebody that is fighting for our country or for their life, that immediate moment of being on guard puts them in the moment. It forces them to be in the moment because their life is at stake. When you're really in the moment, nothing else gets in the way because it is that present moment that keeps you alive. And I think that what's happening to us all at this period of time is that a lot of us are just maybe getting lazy or too comfortable. We're not connected to what really matters anymore. So we have to force our brain into the thought as to what really matters, like relationships, experiences, that the experience is 100% of now, not 50%. Along those lines, we've talked about this the last several weeks about that dance competition I was involved in. It made me very nervous, but I'll tell you what, I never felt more alive. Right. I mean, I was forced to be in the moment. Yeah. Right. See, it's a, it's a focus. It is a focus and it is a discipline. The reason the SEAL is so successful is because he has a mission, he has a focus. He doesn't get caught in the weeds and the noise. He knows what he has to do and he just does it and takes responsibility for his actions or her actions. I'll give you an example. I created a story a while ago. 
I call it the closet story. I find it very interesting. Now, maybe not everybody will. Uh, if I took you and I put you in a closet, I shut the door and shut the light, two things would be very apparent to you. One, it's dark. And two, you're alone. Now, with that in mind, you at that moment that you're in the dark and you're alone, you are the only one consciously aware that you're alive, even though you know intellectually that there are billions of people in the world and that right outside that door, I'm standing there, that maybe five miles away, your wife, children, or whomever are there. But at that particular moment in that closet, you are alone and in the dark. And that is a frightening thought. However, it is also an exhilarating thought because what it tells you is that at that moment in time, you are the world and the world is you, which means that everything that you do matters. And the only one responsible for your behavior and how you act is you and nobody else. So that keeps you in the moment. That keeps you focused with the understanding that you are alone and you walk alone. And therefore, what you do becomes critical in the moment. Bernie, I love that story. I never put it in those terms, but I think about that often. And just like you said, Tim, that we've lost so much of, you know, the warrior mentality. We're not fighting for our lives. We've some of us have gotten fat and lazy, etc. Bernie, we don't have that closet moment anymore because if we are alone, let's say you commute an hour or two to your job, when well, you're plugged into so many different things, we purposely choose not to be alone. I think being alone. Like you said, it's a good thing. It's where you find your demons and you fight them and you find out what's important. But instead of being alone, we've got the, you know, the podcast playing. We're thankful if you're listening to our podcast, of course, but you're plugged into the radio, you're plugged into that, you're plugged into this, you're maybe talking on the phone if you're on a subway, if you're mowing the grass, etc. There's always some device or something else to make you not feel alone. See, that's exactly right. The trap here is your ego because it is the ego that demands that you compare yourself to others. It is the ego that creates the need, the desire that I have to have this. I have to have that. I got to impress this one. I got to impress that one. Ask yourself the question, are you kidding? What does that mean? Because you want to know something, no one really cares about it except for you. And what's interesting, what's interesting is that when you allow that kind of thinking, the demons come rushing in. And when the demons come rushing in, you get sidetracked in the noise of it and, and the weeds of it. And you cannot focus on the moment because you're distracted. And the ego is famous for distractions. If you can harness your ego and live the moment, you find that that is when you become most productive and that's when you find your inner balance, which allows you to look at the lens of goodness. Because quite frankly, and I've been asked this question many times, what am I supposed to be doing here on earth? Well, after almost 79 years, for me anyway, it's being a good soul. It's helping other people. 
And you know what? That's all there really is. Tim, Sensei, when I'm listening to what Bernie's saying and what that makes me think of is training. And I never thought of it in terms of ego, but whatever you want to call it, we'd exhaust our bodies yeah. for two hours. Mm -hmm. And only then at that point could we sit down and meditate because everything just felt calm at that point. It was right. easier to meditate. Right. And that's that aloneness, that stillness that you could try and achieve. So you almost got to you know, expend all that energy. I say to my kids, get your wiggles out. You got to get those wiggles out to shut down. But we're, we have such a tough time these days. If you don't train, if you don't do something, exercise or physical, uh, I think it's all the harder to shut down and go into that closet, as you say. I think, too, that martial arts always has a unique way of engaging the, we talked about this before, the mind, the body, and the spirit. But, you know, again, the symbolism of going in on a mat, in a dojo, in your bare feet, with a uniform, and being nobody other than yourself, really. Yes, I'm a band leader for now, but that's all. I'm just driving the group, and we're all driving each other. You leave, sweated, and we call it the sacred sweat, the end of two hours, you're done. And there's something about that that is very real. There's no big, beautiful homes. There's no big cars in there. There's not a lot of money being thrown around. It's just what you can do as an individual, how far you can push yourself. That travels with you in life. And, you know, making point of what you said, Bernie, about the demons, I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago. My grandmother used to tell me, if, if you give in to the devil distractions or the demon distractions, you will not receive the angel awards. And that stuck with me my whole life. And I think what's happening in this world is our disconnection to the warriorship of feeding ourselves. How we're so disconnected from all the things that matter is only going to make it harder for us to delete all the things. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning is delete hundreds of emails and then delete voicemails. And all this deleting process has to carry over, not just with my finger on the iPhone, but the deleting has to happen in my brain as well. I got to eliminate the stuff that doesn't matter so they don't become devil distractions so that I can reach out and help others and that I can be powerful in the moment that I'm living, which is right now. It's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast. I know why you're here. That's why Bernie drove an hour and a half from Philadelphia up here. That's why I'm here. So we can make a point and a cause to figure out how to get there. Not just textbook, black and white, but how do we get there every day? Because if you don't practice it every day, it just is going to be gone. Tell me so. what your grandmother said again, that saying. My grandmother said, do not let the devil distractions take over. If you do, you'll never get the angel awards. What do you think about that, Bernie? you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, this is what I believe. I believe that when each of us was created by our creator, that we were given everything that we need to make our journey successful. The problem that I see is that most of us don't know how to activate what we have. Once we learn how to activate it, and you learn that through the martial arts discipline of keeping your focus and doing what Tim was just saying, when you do that, then you know you have a meaning to your existence and you keep those demons away because you understand that if you do what you're supposed to be doing intuitively without even thinking about it, you know it's right. You just said what you're supposed to be doing, and that could be the problem on the front end. There's no blueprint to life. Well, I mean, there could be some people, it's the Bible, it's this, it's that, but there's no textbook uh, no. instruction for life. So when you say supposed to be doing, somebody listening could say, 
well, I didn't know I was supposed to be okay, doing that. Okay, so let me see if I clarify that, Steve, because that's a very good point. It all starts with the way a person thinks, okay? I know without question that what I'm supposed to be doing now is to be a good soul and to help others. That is my mission. That is my focus. Now, I didn't arrive at that until later on in life. But once I accepted that position, my whole life changed. I became a happy guy. I didn't compare myself to anybody. I didn't really give a damn about it. I knew what I had to do because I understood the closet story and living in the moment. I understood that it was my responsibility for how I behaved and what I did on my journey. It really didn't matter what anybody else was doing. It only mattered what I was doing. And that's the bottom line. I was telling Tim this the other day. Um, you know, you know this. In the Jewish religion, they say that your peak physical condition is at 30 years of age. If you work towards it, now, not just putting in time, not just existing, but if you work towards it, your spiritual peak, you're a year away, my friend, 80 years old. <laughs> but here's the point. So you still haven't peaked yet. Right. But here's, All this wisdom, you've got more to Well, get, here's the funny part of that. Remember I talked about the moment. If I go back 20 years, 50 years, 60 years, it doesn't matter if I'm 90 or 100. It's only going to be that moment. That'll be my reality and yeah. all the rest of this. It's like time is an illusion. You can't hold on to anything. The only thing you have is the moment. And in that moment, you can be reborn or rebirthed and make any changes you want. The past is gone. There's no relevance to it other than memories or things you should have known or what you should have learned. But it's in the quicksand of time. It can never be resurrected. Once the regret is in, it's in. But if you live in the moment, then you're reborn. You have no past. You have the moment. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, absolutely. Every lunch, I'd have my sushi and you'd be sitting down with your health food, whatever you were eating. Sardines. And, and, I yeah, had the sardine. We'd, we'd sit there for about 45 minutes. And at the end, I can remember you walking out to the truck with me. And you'd be saying, live in the moment. That same exact just thing. Be, just, just be. Just be yourself and do the best of what you can. And that's it. And, you know, that just like my peanut butter and honey physically that I eat before class, that mantra is in my brain that is my jet fuel. I show up. I am 100%. And afterwards, I'm done, man. It's over. And that's See, it right. until the next day. And you know what? Look, life teaches you certain things. You make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody. Guess what? You learn from those mistakes. But the beauty of the moment is those mistakes are in the past. Yeah. They're in the quicksand of time. Change in the moment. And you'll find your inner balance. I Very. feel like we need to, to bow out now or something. I feel like we went to the yeah, spiritual dojo today. We Bert. could. This is we good. Could. No, man. That's all the good stuff that comes into the warrior mind. The attack life, not others. Good stuff. Yeah. Different things. So, right. Thank you very much for having me. Thank right. you. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com. 
This has been a Steve Mittman Social Media creation. Steve Mittman Social Media.com.